Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Hello, and welcome to the Radically Embody Love podcast with Jessica Falcon and my co-host, Nazrin Barbic. We are excited to have another new guest today, Kim Vandesand of Flower of Love. And I'm really super excited to have Kim here because I have worked with her personally in her Flower of Love journey and embodiment program and read her gorgeous book. And I know that she resonates at the same frequency of love, of wisdom, of truth, of divine feminine power that we do, that we bring to this podcast, that we want to share with our listeners, with you all, so that you can come into your own heart, body, wisdom this isn't about right telling you what to do. This is about creating a space on this podcast where we can connect to the deeper love and wisdom that resides within each one of us. Because the more of us that do that, the more of us grid this planet with that light, with that love, with that consciousness, because you matter and what you do matters. And so we're overjoyed to have Kim here. And I'd love for you to start, Kim, with talking about what brought you on this journey? Because so many people, you know, we say love, right? And it sounds kind of fluffy, but the truth is that love is anything but fluffy. <laughs> and to cultivate the presence and embodiment of love is a really powerful transformative journey. And so I'd love for you to talk about what brought you here leading up to what you do now. Thank you. I first of all want to say thank you for having me here and sharing a sacred conversation with both of you and everyone tuning in. And it's a beautiful question to start with. And for me, uh, I already shared a little bit, but it's it, like there's there have been so many moments in my life where I feel like they are activations. They are callings of my soul to remember. Like when we are born, when we are coming to the Earth Star, we have this full package of this divine blueprint knowledge knowing our connection with the divine knowing our tools our gifts and somehow in my journey and i think a lot of you can relate to that i forgot i started to copy the world around me and i and then there are these moments and most of the time they are challenging moments so when i was eight my father died and that created for me like a spiral of grief but it also opened within me the knowingness or the desire that to understand that there's more like I wasn't going through the motions of life like no like a lot of other kids and I was activated into a deeper layer and then you go on this journey and you evolve and you see that you're different but you're not quite understanding why and you you don't have the people around you to mirror that because they also forgot and it somehow it, it gets really lonely and you start to copy the world around you and my soul when I'm now looking back with the awareness that I have now my soul has given me many moments uh, where I was being asked to remember many initiations, where I was being called to listen to the whispers of my soul, to deeply remember who I am, but I was not ready. I found everything around me more important than my own needs. I was constantly overgiving, overdoing, um, mirroring others to be part of the group because within me, I felt other things. So then I got a burnout that was a 
a beautiful activation in that moment, not, but afterwards I could see how it supported me, but still, and that is beautiful also to connect to my book. In my book, I share about our inner garden. So in the in that moment, I think it's now 11 years back when I had my burnout, I took out the weeds, but I didn't took out the roots. So the moment my burnout symptoms were were gone, I started to go into my normal routine again of overgiving, of finding others more important. So my soul needed to knock louder on my door. Um, and that was just a couple of years back when uh, I had a lot of symptoms, a lot of years. My physical body, it was really my soul calling to me through my physical body. And now I understand our bodies constantly giving us signals. But then I found it very inconvenient. <laughs> all that was happening because I was a young mom and I, I had a business and I had all these things. And I wasn't, I, I didn't have time to be sick and I didn't have time. And when we don't listen for me and, and you need to tune how that is for you. But for me, it was really my soul saying, Kim, now it's time. If you don't want to listen, then we, we stop you. So a couple of years back, um, I got diagnosed with chronic illness. And that was in a moment where I couldn't do anything anymore. So I was only able to lay at bed. I had all these things happening in my body, in my brain. And that really brought me to this space of inner stillness, where I could only surrender to my soul, where I could only listen in this deep, deep darkness, in this deep despair to really the calling that was within and it was the love that awakened i felt even how small it was i felt this inspiration arising this connection within myself and i treasured that because i had nothing else yes i could go down the spiral of this chronic illness but i didn't want that i was a young mom i want to to be alive to live to for my girls like this was this this deep ignition within myself but then like, so for me in that pivotal moment, it awakened this spark, but then the journey begins. Like, because how do you do that? Yes, I feel this calling and my soul is yearning, but I was still, I was just learning to, to understand the messages my soul was giving me through my body, through my, my feelings, through my emotions. And suddenly when you start, and that is, I think about the radical embodiment of love, when you go on this journey of listening to your soul, you suddenly get to feel things you pushed away for many many years, sometimes many lifetimes, and you start to heal these deep wounds. You start to witness yourself in new ways and rediscover your true essence. And that is shedding a lot of layers. So for me, that activated this whole healing spiral, but it, it was through the power of love, really, it was the love that gave me the resilience to move through all these layers and to say, yes, okay, I know like these wounded parts of me, I know you just want to be seen, you want to be loved. And when you give this unconditional love, suddenly it's like this contracted part of you opens up like a flower and you can see the, the wisdom that is within. Because there's so much wisdom stored within ourselves, within our bodies, within our field, within our awareness. But we need to be willing to look past sometimes the safety, safety mechanisms we created ourselves because it was too painful or too traumatic. And... Yeah, that really like the last couple of four or five years, it it inspired me. And, and and the beautiful thing is once you see, like I the doctors didn't thought it was possible, but I I quickly recovered. I changed my diet. I really did everything radically different. <laughs> I radically chose love in every aspect of my life to honor my body, to honor my emotions, to honor my past, to honor my future, to accept who I am. And in that, then you see the shifts that happen very quickly. And suddenly you get beautiful places on your path and opportunities and, and inspirations. And, and that's the beautiful thing. Then it's like this spiral up because you see, you suddenly start to see physical proof. 
of the inner work you're doing and the confirmations and that you feel more comfortable in your skin and you feel more empowered. And yeah, it's knowing that, I think it's knowing the power we hold within. Because before I always thought, okay, I am surrendered to my body that is not working the way, or I'm surrendered to someone else doing something wrong or and. But now you start to understand that the solution is within yourself and you just get these opportunities, these initiations, these these triggers for your growth and for your expansion. And yeah, so it's in a nutshell, the whole, but there's so much there and it's really inviting. Like I, I know life can be challenging and with each invitation that we're being invited to grow and expand into, it also means like it's a cycle. It means a part of us is ready to let go, to create space for the new. And that that can feel uncomfortable, but it is truly through the power of love. We have the resilience. We have the the power within ourselves. This this never ending fuel that supports us. And and I think like it, it's almost like this this companion, this warm embrace as we grow through the darkness that sometimes was to come into the light of our being. So yeah, a lot <laughs> shared there. Oh, thank you, uh, Kim, for sharing that beautiful journey. And uh, there's so much that I want to ask, but I want to start here with just acknowledging something that you said about how we always hear these whispers that come. Start with the whisper and asking us, informing us, but then we're too busy in life to pay attention. And I think sometimes I feel like part of us knows that if we listen, something major needs to shift and change. We might need to uh, leave uh, our partnership. We might need to leave where we live. We need to change job. We need to quit. Something needs to happen for us to transition. And when we ignore it, and then our body say, okay, you didn't get the message. Let me just give you a stronger message. Yes. Eventually, through the universe mystery, the way it works, uh, our soul gets us to the place that we are open and we are willing to receive. And what a beautiful place that is when we get there. And It it is amazing. And I honor all of us who are willing to listen and embody that truth within us. Because as hard as it might sound, and I, I hear all this journey that we go through so many um, hindrance in a way in our life to get to that place. But when we get to that place, uh, all I hear is it was worth it. I will yes. do it all over again, because this yes. is a beautiful place to to be and um what i would like to know in throughout this journey how did you know what's your next step and how to open up your heart to that because i'm sure there's there was as you were saying a lot of that was about paying attention to your own needs and wants and Mm -hmm. going through the love for yourself to begin with but how did you open up that world for yourself for me i think it really it starts with listening to our bodies like uh, most of the time when when i feel something like when i feel inspiration my body immediately knows what the path is 
And it's listening to that first initial spark. So if you get an inspiration, you feel contraction. No, that's not it. But if you if you get an, an invitation or you feel inspiration or you feel something arising within yourself and you're you're excited, and then the mind kicks in and you get all the limitations and the but it's then being willing to stretch yourself and to listen to this initial spark. Because like my whole journey. It, it has invited me to come out of my comfort zone because I get sometimes we're not ready to make the changes. Sometimes we want to stay in the comfort zone. And it's also honoring that because it's being in this space of non-judgment and being in this space of compassion. But it's it's me, my soul yearning, my body, my my every essence yearning for this deep fulfillment. And I think a lot of people, also the beautiful souls I get to co-create with, they they sometimes have reached all that the mind thinks they wanted to reach. They have the beautiful family, they have the business, they have all of it, but they're not happy. So we can go after these 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 things that we as a child or as, as a collective have been taught, like this is where you need to go after. But a lot of people are waking up and understanding that that's not what why they're here for. That's not what their soul truly yearns. And, and I think especially in this time and space, a lot of souls are going through this awakening, are going through this journey where they are really being invited to listen to this calling within them. And that is being in stillness. So each time it was coming into this space where, or either I, I could feel like a situation was expanding me, was exciting me, or a situation was contracting me. And then I, I would know what I needed to do. And it was me constantly following the calling. And I'm still doing that every day, following the calling of, okay, what truly fulfills me and what truly excites me. And yes, that will be scary. And yes, I know I need to face another layer of shadows that have prevented me from immediately manifesting that into my life. But I know it's the only way. I know like that is what excites me, being on this journey of adventure, being on this journey of wonder and excitement and truly seeing the beauty that also can be in the world but and the empowerment because once you notice what the power of love can do and the centeredness within yourself you feel you know you have all the power to create the life you truly desire and yes sometimes all patterns will mirror something to you but it's really empowering to know that we have a choice how do we choose to respond and how do we choose to interact with the world? And by that, we can bring change. We can bring change in our own lives and those in the world around us. And the moment we see the shifts happening within ourselves and within others, it's really that that's that that's rewarding. That is truly soul fulfilling. But it doesn't come from the ego mind. It just comes from this place of inner peace. And especially for me, like the journey last couple of years has really been it, it has been challenging as well because I needed to let go of the attachments of the ego mind. So I am very passionate about what I do, but sometimes in my business, it is not like flowing as, as quickly as my ego mind wants. But I know within my essence, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to share. This is what I'm passionate about. But sometimes also people um, see passionate for always being successful, but successful from the mind. And, and so it's each time an initiation into love and knowing with your heart like being successful in the in the soul's mind and being like it's constantly letting go for me and and letting go of the limitations of programming of things conditioning all the yeah it's really coming back to the essential of who we are and that most of the time is very different than the picture we have been taught when growing up or through media or through 
but we know that something is not right. When you look around you and you feel like contraction or you feel like, okay, I feel something is off, but I don't know what. And then that's the space where we need to come back to our heart. So for me, it was really starting to relearn the message of our body, of our soul, of my emotions. And I think that would be something to be taught at school, at children. I, I learn my girls, like, listen to your body, your emotions, let them be, express yourself. That was for me a huge one, allowing myself to be expressed, to be too much, too loud, to cry, to yell, to scream. But it's allowing my soul to speak. And through that, suddenly things open up. When I allow my soul to speak, I yeah, you feel the excitement. And in that, in that energy of excitement, suddenly inspiration comes up because we step into flow and we step into allowing and co-creating with our divine self, with our higher self. And, and it's it's coming into that space. So it doesn't even have to be in sitting in meditation for hours in stillness. No, go do something that brings you joy. Because then you're going out of the resistance and you're going out of your own way. And suddenly things just inspire, your inspiration will come. And then it's following that, even if it's scary, because that's the next part, following your sacred yes. And that, yeah, is a constant evolving journey of trusting the strong foundation of love within yourself that you have what it takes to follow that. So, yeah. And I want to highlight something you said, which I think that the perspective shift is the key to moving through these initiations and challenges, yeah. which is that you use the words, you know, when it's like an adventure, when it's an empowering journey, right? Well, that requires that we look at it from that perspective because we're acculturated to think that when things aren't going well, we've done something wrong or it's our fault or we're a victim to something or someone. And that's all looking at it from a very purely physical 3D perspective. Yes. And when you start to connect to your body, which is a communication device for the soul, and you start to see yourself through your own eyes, the eyes of your soul, not the eyes you've been conditioned to see yourself with through everybody else, right? That's the first mm -hmm. step to true empowerment and sovereignty. And then, the journey is really looking at each difficulty, each challenge, each, I also agree, they're usually soul initiations because I was just reflecting on this in my own life. When I look back, it's been like 10 and a half years of really intense soul initiation after soul initiation after soul initiation. And if I just looked at that from a purely 3D human perspective, I would have stopped and given up years ago. Yes. But I was reflecting on what kept me going. And I think it's relevant to this conversation. Well, what kept me going? It was my devotion to my soul's freedom, yeah. my devotion to love, my devotion. And that devotion to always see what is here for me. Mm -hmm. What is this showing me to help me come into deeper levels of embodiment, of power, of sovereignty, of truth, of love, and none of it. None of what my soul asked me to do, none of it made sense to anybody around me over and over and over. But it's that trust that yeah. is developed when we are devoted. We are devoted to the path of soul, not to the path of the world, not to the yeah. path of everybody else, even those that you love dearly, but the path of your soul. And then cultivating that trust in self, right, is so key. Yeah. And I'm curious, I know for me, I could talk forever about like how I cultivated that trust, but 
in a society that usually points us to go in the very opposite direction, right? Of, of soul, of, of really taking these uncomfortable risks because and I'll, I'll, before I ask you this, to answer this, I want to share this perspective of, for me, it's really, my soul is asking me to release my grip on 3D and 4D grids, which is basically to release my grip on any sort of separation consciousness, any mm. sort of separation from self, any sort of separation from other, any sort of separation from love, from God, source, goddess, however we want to describe it. And I had to go through those initiations to come into union, true union, because I'm here to embody my divinity and guide others to do the same, as are you. And so mm -hmm. I think that the level of trust that's required, how did you harness that? How did you harness that to release your grip on the world around you? I love that question. And I think that in a way that trust has always been in me, it's and, and I think a lot of you will, will also relate to that. It's this deep knowing within myself that there's more to life than what we see and there's more to life than what we get mirrored and this deep calling within myself. Like I, I know in every, I feel and know in every cell of my body, it's this pioneering. And it's also understanding that with each step we take, new awareness opens up. So it, it doesn't, like if, if I would have received the initiation, initiation sometimes that I receive now, 20 years back, <laughs> I would have, I don't know what, what would have happened. So it's also a building of a foundation, but it's really like for me as well, it's, it's finding the safety and the truth within myself and the, the love, because when we are in this really truly centered space within ourselves, it doesn't happen, matter what happens around us. Yes, we will feel the emotions. But we also know that we're safe. It's like it's really letting go because before we were so stuck in these systems and also for me. And then if some external thing would change, it would so influence my whole day, my whole energy. And now I, by me coming home to myself and my connection and my abilities, I have the tools to quickly shift this energy, to be with these emotions for a moment, allow them to express. That is a huge thing I learned before, like my emotions were inconvenient. So I would hold on to them and by that, they created stuck energy in my field. And it's just something so simple. And it's not per se, but it's from the mind. It's very simple. But now I allow these emotions. Do I feel tears i just allow them to be for a moment to i have learned that from the old paradigm the vulnerability is truly power because by me allowing myself to have the emotions and to express myself it doesn't get stuck in my field and i have more of my divine self available to me but it's really like this whole journey but i think also with what is happening in the world like if you can find this centeredness within yourself and you can find connect to your divine truth that is the path moving forward because there is so much knowledge out there there is so much information there are so many opinions like before when there was no internet and anything you would just have your community your town and that was it but now you can find the whole world behind your computer that can be very confusing but it's knowing that when you are centered and when you are connected to love you know your truth and then you find information and maybe it's just one word out of a whole article that resonates with you. And it's trusting that you need to connect with that one word instead of that whole opinion or that whole conversation or your neighbor sharing something that contracts you and you honoring the vision of your neighbor, but also honoring your own truth. And it's really coming back to this space where, where we can be 
with ourselves, where we can be the contribution we are we came here to be. But that because that is also what I what I learned through the years. Like we're all connected, we're all one. So if I if I if I envision, if I feel in every cell of my body that this world can be more beautiful, it starts with me loving myself, honoring my shadows, my boundaries, every part of me. And by me doing my inner work, I can change the world. It's not by by for example, again, uh, making my neighbor know that this is my truth, so it also needs to be his truth. No, I can be in my own centeredness. I can be with in my own connection with myself, in loving harmony with every element of my being. And by that, I also change the world. But it's it's not, and I think that's also beautiful. It's not about me then expressing to my neighbor, I have done this work because that is the ego mind again. No, it's it's doing it for yourself and knowing that, by that I leave a better future for my girls and for next generations but it's not it's not again it's coming back to where before we were thought like if you don't want something you fight it with the same thing but then in a different direction no that doesn't bring change it is the union within ourselves the wholeness the oneness the love and that is really that that is what what what, what will bring the change and the same with connections if you feel triggered take responsibility for your feelings, for what is happening within you. And by you taking responsibility for what is being triggered in you, you change the whole dynamic, you change the whole relationship. And again, that's coming back to empowerment. It's really understanding the power and the potency we hold within this physical vessel that goes beyond the physicality. And I think that's what, what you discover when you center more in love and when you feel this safety within yourself, you suddenly start to see the multidimensionality of everything, the gifts and the talents you have, the abilities that are not bound by time and space and, and the the yeah immense power we hold. And I think that's just, it's almost like, um, I think at one point I once said, like, if you tasted the honey, you never go back because you know you want more. And that's the same with this. When you have connected to this profound love, you know this is your truth and you know, like, this is the path and you know you want to embody this more and more. It's like feeling this love and connectedness when you do the dishes, when you're in the grocery store. Because when I embody this love in the grocery store, in silence, in my own being, people around me get influenced with that. It's like I am this this vibrational ripple of love. How amazing is that? And you can just do that by yourself. And you like it, it's sprinkling love everywhere you go through your words, through your actions, through and not per se by claiming, okay, I am doing this. No, just from the loving space of you being compassionate and making the world a little bit beautiful by every interaction, by every... And it will not always go well. Sometimes you have challenges and sometimes people also get... Because that was a learning lesson as well. As I stepped on this journey of embodying more love, sometimes people also got triggered when I when I would step... When I would be with them from this love field, fully compassionate and open. But it was also me learning that sometimes people get triggered when they are mirrored love because they get triggered in parts within themselves where they are not ready to receive love or to see love. And then... In my old paradigm, I would start doubting myself, like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Or what is and and it's coming home to yourself again to to witness that part and then still be in love because sometimes it will activate certain things. And I think that's important on this journey 
that as you go on this journey, it's remembering you following your own truth and that the reactions will not always be as your mind wants them to be, or the outcome will not always be as your mind wants them to be, but it's you knowing within your heart, this is your path, this is your truth, this is what your soul is getting excited from. Because like also if you would look at manifestations, like sometimes I... I, I, I embodied the essence of my manifestations, the essence of what I truly deeply desired. And my mind had a certain vision. But then when I look back, then when the manifestation happened, it came out in a totally different way. But it was much more soul fulfilling because still our manifestations from the mind are created from what we already see or what we already know. But we are co-creating a new earth. So most of the time, these these manifestations or these these interactions happen in ways that we have not yet experienced yet and are we then open for this new way to come to us and that is being willing to be centered in love again it also it always comes back to love because then we can fully say yes and we're not afraid we are empowered from within so yeah beautifully said i love it and uh, you said so many there's so much golden gem in all the things that you said and Know thyself, right? The first step, get to know who you truly are. And also, you know, you were saying, you know, when you taste the honey, you can never go back. That's how I feel. When you allow yourself to open up, you you get your very first glance of, oh, things can be different. Like you become curious. Then you have partners. The universe inspired to help you out in your journey. And uh, when you're willing to receive, we're not alone, right? So there's so much help that, you know, if we tune in, you know, I was sharing with you earlier when we were just chatting, like to me, nature has become that. Every time I go out and just immerse myself in nature, I receive, it's like informs me and it's just so beautiful. So there is so many ways that we can connect but it all comes from within, first connecting with, getting to know ourselves, allowing mm-hmm. to know what is within us that triggers us, what feeling wants to be expressed, what do I need? I know that was my own journey to, yeah. I didn't even really know truly what I really needed or wanted in, and because I was so in touch with who I was. So mm-hmm. all of this are beautiful journey to go through. And I have a question, curiosity myself, because I know you also um, are Akashic uh, Record Master. And mm-hmm. I would love to know what does that exactly mean and how that helps in help us in our journey? For me, um, yeah, there are so many things, but I, I can beautifully explain it with our inner garden. Like we have this subconscious field within us where there are stored experiences of our past, of our childhood, but also of past lifetimes, family systems, collective energies that you, you can see, like if you would see your subconscious field or your inner garden or your Akashic records even as this bubble around you. And within this bubble, there are many energies. And sometimes we set out this manifestation and we want to create and manifest this in our life, but somehow it's not happening. And we think we're doing 
the um, affirmations, we're, we're being in high vibration, but why isn't it not happening? And then it might be that within this subconscious layer, within our inner garden and our Akashic Records field, there is a limiting belief or there is, uh, it can even be like vows of the past lifetimes or uh, traumatic experiences that has happened that are still projecting energy out. So then you consciously can say, I want to manifest this, but your subconscious field is saying, no, you're not worthy of it. Or you're, you're afraid or you're whatever. And what I've noticed within myself and within the journeys I guide, it's, it is most of the time so profound where where these things get hooked, where these energies are blocking us from moving forward. And, and most of the time it goes in such subtle layers. It can even be in cosmic energies. And then we can think as a human from our 3D perspective, I am doing all I can and I'm doing so my best. Why isn't it not happening? And within the Akashic Records and your inner garden, we can beautifully take out the roots so that you create space for the new, more aligned to come into place. So it's really, for me, it's a beautiful tool that I use to, to harmonize our field and to bring it in alignment with our essence. And, and that can be so diverse. Sometimes it's something that happened in early childhood, or it can sometimes even be like one comment from your parent that's seen from your your adult self, it doesn't seem so significant, but in that moment for you as a young child, it was so traumatic that it just locked a part of you that now is still vibrating a, a frequency of you're not worthy of it, or you're never going to do this. or and, and then that becomes so, and that also with past lifetimes or family lineages, a lot of like clearing part, like in, a, in my own lineage, like my female line, clearing energies from my mom and my grandma that's, and their mothers that are still influencing me. There's so much connections and with our mind, we can't even grasp. So it's going into our, into our underworld. It's going and not being afraid. Again, then the power of love supports us to, to witness these parts and it's reclaiming parts of our soul. And when we are in love, we're not judging the wounded parts. We're not judging judging the past lifetimes because we have been all. We have been love, but we also have been the other part. And, and it's it's honoring both with love, with compassion. And only when we can truly see all that we are, we can come into this place of union and wholeness and instead of separation. So yeah, for me, it's a, it's a beautiful way to connect and to, it's always like, it feels like we're going on this inner exploration and then I feel suddenly something happening and I use my light language to open these portals and then things start to shift. But it, it, again, I'm, and that, that's what I, I'm all about experiencing. So there's a lot of knowledge and we can follow a lot of courses and a lot of mind understanding, but this time and space is really inviting us to feel and to know within our bodies and within ourselves. And, and that, that is what I love, these journeys. Most of the time, yeah, sometimes a, a very physical timeline comes up, but most of the time they're, they're more taking you on a, on a broader perspective so that you relax and you open up and suddenly these shifts can turn and then the whole timeline changes and you come more in alignment with who you are. So yeah, I love. But again, that's that's and, and I think it's for everyone follow your calling of your heart because that was also calling me it was through me coming home to who i who i was that this gift opened up again but we can all do that and it's it's listening to this essential part of us and 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 raise our vibration with love and then suddenly we have access because we everyone can access the the records everyone can access their inner garden and harmonize and but it's just it's listening to the subtle energies that are there that are whispering that are 
guiding us. Yeah. There are so many ands, ands, and what you share because yeah. the soul, right? It desires these initiations. It desires these challenges. So yes, part of it is becoming aware of and clearing the subconscious. And those initiations are bringing the soul into experience, into awareness, into power. And the soul is clearing ancestral yeah. lineage, past lives, multidimensional realities, yeah. and the soul chose it. So to try to right bypass it, to override it, to deem it bad, to deem it wrong is missing the point, which yeah. is why what I also hear you saying and what I'm really passionate about is that that's why that connection with your soul and its truth is the key. It is so important because it is not about how it looks. It's not even always about how it feels because it doesn't always feel good. It's about that soul connection, that soul truth, that soul wisdom, that soul knowing. And so the power is in harnessing that yes. to move through the initiations, to move through, to be your own authority, to pave a new path, to release yourself from the programming, from the the ancestral energetic imprints in the field and we can only do that with the self-knowledge of course yeah. but we're also on a collective journey to do this and what i so often and the, the reason this is important is because i so often see people thinking oh it's me i'm going through this i don't feel mm -hmm. it's hard for me to know my needs it's hard for me to connect with my body it's hard for everyone we have been mm -hmm. conditioned and programmed for three thousand plus years not yeah. to connect with the body not to connect with our feelings not yes. to connect with our own needs that we don't have a soul especially as women right so we this is not an individual journey and what i've come to is that my guides kept being like hey trying to do this alone is not going to help you no. and it is essential for us to connect to our soul wisdom and our our guides mm -hmm. um to connect to that and I know you and I share many of the same spiritual guides and I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about that because working with the divine feminine collective is so essential in this reclamation of the body and the, the quote feminine way of being, we use those terms because that's what we've given them. But if you could talk a little bit more about that before we wrap up today, I'd love to hear. Yeah, it's beautiful because this time and space is inviting us to come into the softness of our being where we are being able to listen to our intuition, to our inspiration, because the divine feminine way is our inspiration, is our receptiveness, is our is our love, our truth. It's almost like this divine mother holding space for the most aligned things to come our way. And we are so being conditioned. We have been conditioned to do it from the mind, like these are the next steps and this is logical and this is no to create a new earth, to come into the, the truth of who we are and to, into this space of compassionate love is inviting us to, to be in this softness, yet, yet fierce, because this divine feminine, it's softness, it's dancing, it's movement, but it's also the fierceness within ourselves that we can say, yes, I am this vessel for divine inspiration. Show me the most aligned way to move forward, to move forward for myself and for all the people around me and to to come into harmony because there have been there are so many wounds also on the on being a woman but there is power also if you look at ancient stories there is power there there was a right balance once on the earth star between the divine feminine and masculine 
the divine feminine receiving the information, the downloads, the, the cosmic codes, and then in co-creation with the divine masculine, creating a divine child in whatever way, divine inspiration. But through that, we create creations that are in harmony with the greater laws of the universe that are in harmony with oneness and wholeness. So for me as well, as an entrepreneur, I'm constantly being guided to go into my, to harmonize and to step into this divine feminine self to receive. Because when I, when I create from that space, things start to happen. Suddenly the universe works in magical ways and you feel this co-creative energy. And when I, when I, when I start to create from the wounded feminine or masculine, it just creates a lot of mess. So it's also, it's really reclaiming this power, this co-creation with all the elements of our being, our emotions are coming back to this, to the soft whispers. And, and when we do that, we also get to connect with our guides. So then we suddenly hear beautiful messages from the guides around us and yeah there are a lot of feminine guides and also that's inspired me and co-created like again when things are in alignment in co-creation from this divine feminine for me a huge initiation was the creation of my book so i activated this deeper layer of my divine feminine self and within 20 hours my whole book was downloaded yes the whole editing phase took a longer time but in 20 hours the whole essential book was there and it, like it when we when we allow this part of us to come through us things can go with the speed of light and 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 again the divine feminine self what pops up now to share is it's also honoring the cycles because we feel like okay we need to be on for 24 hours a day seven days a week but when we allow this sacred cycle to go through us we have a moment of creation powerful fierceful creation and then there is a moment of rest of integration and then the new creation comes and that is also the divine feminine way for me that we're being invited into a moments of rest as well honoring and sometimes we can think okay but i need to do all of that but when you are fully in this divine feminine way your book can be there in 20 hours instead of in a year <laughs> and it's but then you also have the time afterwards to rest and regenerate and be in this space to receive the next download so when we co-create with these divine elements that we all have within us things really go with the speed of light when they are in alignment and when we can really allow creations to flow us through us inspiration. And yeah, there's so much, so much magic there. So I would, yeah, it's really, and, and it doesn't matter if you're male or female, we all have the divine feminine parts in our divine masculine. And it's coming also in that union where they can co-create and where they can balance and harmonize each other to step up into this next level. Yeah, honoring yeah. our own seasons, like nature yes. has seasons. Yes, right? again, yes. True, right? Yes. And um, I loved everything that you said, Kim. You're very inspiring, very inspiring. And thank you so much for coming here and having this conversation with us. Thank you both. Where can um, our audience find you? And if you want to add anything else before we go, please. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find my book, Activating the Flower of Love, on Amazon or any bookstore online or offline. So you can, the best thing is to put in my name so you can find it because then you find it the most quickly. And I have uh, the floweroflove.love website. You can find all the information there. So I would say, yeah, connect and share. And also feel free to share your gems out of this story or what sparked for you. And yeah. I would really love to connect. And I thank you for creating this sacred space of sharing and yeah, this beautiful connection. So thank you.
And you have a free gift for our listeners, a light language transmission. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, the link is below or yeah, besides this. Uh, yeah, you, you can tune into a beautiful light language transmission. And what I want to invite you to do is really take a moment in stillness to sit with yourself and then listen. Listen with your body, with your emotions, with every cell of you. Connect with your heart and see what happens and allow like what I love about light language. It transforms. It goes by the mind and it it talks to your soul in co-creation with your higher self and team of light and to every cell of your body. And things start to shift. So it's also like you can constantly deepen within yourself. And it, it's getting to know who you are in your essential being and allowing that to rise through the power of love. So I would say tune in. Yes. What Let a beautiful know. gift. What a beautiful gift. Thank you. And we'll put all the information in our show, net, in show notes, your website and link to the free gift. And as always, thank you for joining us. We are grateful for everybody who listens and share our podcast. And we always want to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to connect with us through our website, through our podcast, through our Instagram. And we would love to hear from you, Jessica. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you, Cam, for bringing the language of love, the flower of love consciousness here to this podcast. Thank and you. we'll see you all soon. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bye.